Hey everybody, I'm Eric. Welcome to Today I Watched. This is the Royal Rumble Weekend 2017. In this episode, I'll be talking about NXT TakeOver San Antonio, which took place on January 28th, and the Royal Rumble 2017, which took place on the 29th. So if you haven't watched these yet, and somehow have avoided spoilers... Well, that's that is quite the feat. Hats off. Hats off. Especially if you found this podcast episode without finding any spoilers on your way to it. That's a job well done. So, overall, I enjoyed these two shows. There's some stuff that I didn't like so much, but it's, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I did like. So, I'm going to try to focus on all of those. Um, so, let's start with... NXT TakeOver with one of the things to not be so happy about. Corey Graves is leaving NXT. So after this week's uh, weekly show on Wednesday, because they recorded it at TakeOver, um, he'll be replaced by good news. At least it's somebody that's I think will be pretty awesome. Nigel McGuinness, who we have so far heard on um, the UK Championship Tournament. So uh, that could be that could be great. It'll be different for sure. Um, but I'm looking forward to see um, how he does alongside Tom Phillips and Percy Watson. Um, okay, so we got the awards, the NXT 2016 awards, the breakout star, their campaign worked. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce uh, win their first award. Well, technically their only award. Um, and uh, they 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 tell Charlie and whoever else was was on there was it Corey? Yeah, it was Charlie, Corey, and Nigel. She uh, they tell them, oh, oh we share because we live together. So um, yeah, they they really are uh, of one of one mind, one life. I suppose I don't know. Uh, match of the year DIY versus Revival. I agree with that. That was definitely my favorite match of the entire year in NXT or outside of NXT. Really? Um, what would even rival it? Probably an AJ Styles match. Maybe AJ versus John Cena at SummerSlam. Is that my other favorite match of the year? I'm not sure. Um, we got the female of the year. Asuka, and then we got the male of the year, Shinsuke Nakamura, and the overall competitor of the year, Shinsuke Nakamura. So, uh, great showing by the champions. Oh, tag team of the year, the revival. Uh, great showing by all. The, I, I mean, I don't know who else was on the ballot. I didn't vote. I'm sorry. Um, I probably would have voted for everybody who won. So, did did it really make a difference? Actually, I probably would have voted for DIY over the revival, but anyway, uh, they as they present, well, they don't present the award to Asuka because she's not there. Uh, but Billy and Peyton come out and uh, accept it on her behalf and steal it away. Um, uh, I liked the uh, the apathy, not really the apathy, but the, just the, the the dryness of Nigel's response when Charlie is like, somebody's got to go after them get that reward back um that award oh it's an award not a reward it is both but um 
Nigel's just like kind of busy, kind of busy right now. Um, the way he said, I can't say it the way he said it, but uh, that might have been my favorite favorite line delivery, or at least in the top three. I have a couple different ones late, written down. Um, okay, so let's get on to the matches. The first match had Eric Young defeating Ty Dillinger with a neckbreaker. Um, some of the highlights for me were uh, beard grab headbutt combination uh, when Ty hit the tiebreaker on Alexander Wolf. I think that's his first name. Um, we got a super kick to Killian Dane and a tiebreaker to Eric Young. But due to um, kind of the advantage that uh, that Eric Young has with his fellow, well, we didn't have Nikki Cross. So it could have been worse. The odds could have been even more stacked against Ty, Ty Dillinger. Um, but uh, we we had a near win that was uh, thwarted by his teammates putting uh, Young's foot on the rope and a, a few other cheating tactics like eye, uh, eye gouges, which I'm sure Austin Aries enjoyed, and um, some other stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting Ty Dillinger to win. Um, but, uh, I thought he looked really good and I'm looking forward to see where and what he does next, what and where he, you know what I mean? Up next, he had Roderick Strong, uh, defeating Andrade Cien Almas with a, how did he do it? I didn't write it down, but he, 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 he beat him. Um, this is a solid match. I just wasn't really invested in it. Um, cause there wasn't a lot of buildup or anything, or at least, not as much that I uh, that I paid a lot of attention to, but it was still a solid match because both of these guys are really good. Um, highlights for me were a an arm hold over the top rope that was uh, executed by Almas and a slam like a backbreaker uh, spinal spine buster, maybe whatever that move was onto the turnbuckle. By Roderick Strong. I thought that that looked pretty brutal. Um, so yeah, it was a good match. Um, I'd say this entire takeover was was, was solid. Um, I am not unhappy. I mean, I wasn't really invested in the matches, so I wasn't going to be unhappy either way, really. And actually, I was kind of excited for for uh one of the match outcomes but we'll get to that in just a moment um authors of pain defeat diy with a super collider followed by the last chapter um kind of a bummer but it's uh but both both teams looked really good um we had a lot of excellent moments throughout um we had the uh double submission which got their championship at uh takeover toronto um, but they, they broke out of it and, and they're able to use, I don't know if it was, uh, Akim or Rizar, but, uh, he used Gargano as a weapon, throwing him into Champa to break up the other submission. And I thought that was pretty cool. Another great moment was when Champa hit German suplex on one and German suplex on the other. Amazing. How, how is that even possible to do it to one of them, let alone, both of them back to back. I guess if you can do it to one, if you ha- and you have enough stamina, then you should be able to do it to the other. But 
Um, yeah, that that must have drained his his energy bar, his finisher point. What, whatever. I don't. I haven't played any of the the games. I don't know what they call the different gauges, stuff like that. Um, also, uh, double spear through the ropes was pretty awesome. Uh, that Champion Gargano pulled off. So you can get a rematch, of course. Will we have to wait? I really hope we don't have to wait all the way until WrestleMania weekends, but we may have to with how it's it's a lot sooner than it, it seems, actually. It's only like eight weeks away, I think. Maybe nine weeks. Not that long, but we do have two other pay-per-views before then. Not NXT pay-per-views, but uh, still, if you, you gauge it by that. Anyhow, um, let's talk about the next segment. As the announcers are talking about something, they get interrupted. Seth Rollins has found his way past security into the ring and is, demands to see Triple H. Uh, he comes out, but uh, he doesn't go to the ring. He just uh, summons some security. And uh, Seth attacks them, of course, uh, but eventually he's uh, overcome, overtaken. He's taken over by the security and uh, is taken out of the building. Um, there's an a interview about it, Triple H. I did not watch. I watched part of it. Uh, he kind of issued a warning to Seth saying, come for the creator and the destroyer isn't far behind or something like that. Um, so hopefully we see that develop. We did not see anything else about that other than a clip from it and, and Stephanie saying that he's, he's banned from the building. Um, there wasn't any other development during the actual Royal Rumble, which maybe is a good thing, but also kind of a bummer that no, no, no Seth appearance at all. Even if he was like outside doing something. Maybe he's spray painting Triple H's car, and then he comes out as like, oh, that's a rental. I don't care. That would be dumb. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it was a cool, cool moment. Maybe one of the coolest moments of the week, whole weekend, which um, uh, could could be could say something about it. But anyway, uh, next up, we had Asuka defeating Nikki Cross, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce. She pins Peyton Royce after a fury of kicks. Um, but uh, leading up to that uh, was was pretty some pretty cool stuff. Some pretty cool stuff. Uh, at the start of the match, I thought it was a, a, a nice little character thing for Billy and Peyton to be holding hands and kind of like uh, keeping each other safe. They, they run away right, right away. Once the match begins, um, but uh, there's a, a couple of times that uh, well, Asuka and uh, Nikki Cross are focused on each other. They sneak up behind him and start attacking. So I, I thought that was, I mean, what other, what other strategy were they were they going to employ? That's probably their best bet. Um, we got a double German suplex by Asuka. I thought that was awesome, um, and then a team up suplex. I think they're going for the team up suplex um, on Nikki Cross over the announcer's table into another table. Um, they I, they probably didn't mess up the NXT announcer's table because they don't have as many of those as the main shows do. So they just, they just busted up a regular table. Probably. Probably. 
um, that that took Nikki Cross out. She was out cold the rest of the match. Even after that, the match ended, she was she's just lying there with uh, with the, the the medical staff or whatever, or just security, whatever. But um, my theory that they're going to steal the win, uh, I think they're kind of dumb for not doing that. But maybe they're too proud for either of them to be the loser. Doesn't matter which one of them win, but it does matter if one of them loses. So that's probably the reasoning behind that. And uh, you know what? I'm all, I'm all right with that um, because it's still a pretty good ending. And honestly, I didn't want them to win. I just thought that that's their best bet of winning. And since they're evil, that's that's probably what they were going to do. But they didn't. And Asuka's still champion. Uh, so what's next? Ember Moon, probably. Um, probably not another match with Liv Morgan because she was destroyed so quickly um, in their previous match. Um, but... Yeah, I could see Asuka versus Ember Moon at uh, TakeOver Orlando. That would probably be a pretty awesome match. And then maybe she just destroys her again. And then maybe I was I, I was hoping so much. I was hoping so much that we get Asuka in the Royal Rumble. I knew it was the, the, like the longest shot of anything. Um, well, not as long of a shot as like Kenny Omega being in the rumble, but uh, I it had my hopes up all the way in, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. She did not debut in the rumble. It would have been so amazing. Like everybody would have been shocked. And then she wins the title opportunity. She just goes right after Charlotte. It would be perfect. Then Charlotte would be like, what are you talking about? You didn't defeat anybody in our division. You're fighting all guys. That doesn't count. Missed opportunity. Um, but again, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, highlight of the match was Peyton Royce hitting a widow's peak. Oh, that was so awesome. And then Asuka uh, bridging out. Not a kick out, but a bridge out. And that, that was really cool. Because uh, we don't see that very often. Or I don't even know if we've seen that. I, I don't think I've, I've seen that since I started watching last April, but I, I don't keep track of that kind of thing anyway. Um, so, uh, let's talk about the main event of takeover San Antonio. Bobby Roode defeats Shinsuke Nakamura to win the NXT championship. Um, I'm, I was pretty excited about this. I like Bobby Roode a lot. Um, he is, uh, so much fun to watch. Uh, his character is great. And I think, uh, his, uh, just a different flavor of champion for a little bit, even if it's only for uh, a little while, I mean, maybe they will have a title change, a rematch before the next takeover. Um, hopefully not a roadshow special like the last couple of title changes. But um, but anyway, I understand those who are unhappy with the amazing Shinsuke Nakamura not being champion anymore. But I enjoy Bobby Roode. 
and I look forward to uh, what his reign brings. Um, some highlights of this match. The entrance, Bobby Roode has eight women accompanying him to ringside, and uh, Percy Watson says something about that's unnecessary, and Corey has the best response. He says, that's the only way to live, you idiot. With eight women being surrounded by eight women. Uh, and then we had Nakamura's entrance where he, he he rode a strobe light hovercraft. I know it was on wheels. It wasn't. So it wasn't actually a hovercraft. But as far as I'm concerned, that thing was a strobe light hovercraft powered by the sheer support of the fans for Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, the, the match was a lot longer. I mean, it wasn't longer than I expected cause I, I watched, I didn't watch it live. So I knew how much was left in the show. I thought maybe there's some more at the end. So it could ha- end at any point And then there's like more stuff happening afterwards. So I, I still had a little bit of suspense, or at least that's kind of how I tricked myself into not expecting, okay, it's going to go longer and it's going to go longer and even longer now and longer now. Um, that makes it sound like it was boring or whatever, but no, no, it wasn't boring. Uh, it was just slow to start, which I thought was nice. Cause we don't really get that on the weekly shows very much. And, uh, the, yeah, it was a slow burn, slow buildup. Um, one of my favorite moments was, uh, when, <laughs> when Shinsuke was frustrated that he was about to get, he was, he was ready to get the Kinshasa, uh, as, Bobby Roo was laid out in the ring, but he, he just wasn't even moving and he gets, he gets frustrated. He's like, you're taking forever. Um, and so he goes to do another attack, but, uh, Rue was playing possum and he's able to get the jump on him and, uh, turn things around a little bit. Lots of fun stuff like this in this match. Um, my favorite moment, my favorite maneuver, uh, possibly of the night was, a clothesline reversed into an arm bar. And it was the kind of thing that you'd get before a hurricane Rana or something like that. It was, it was just like out of nowhere that that phrase is used so much, so many too much, but it really, for me, it took me by surprise and it was, I, my jaw just dropped. I was like, what just happened? Um, but the downfall of the match Nakamura's mistake was going for a big kick, a big knee to Rude uh, off the turnbuckle to the outside while he was on the apron, but he continued to the outside. And that damaged the heck out of his left leg. And, uh, or is it his right leg? It, one of his legs. His, his, yeah, the one that he kicks with. So it would be his right leg. Um, so from then on, uh, he's he's damaged. Uh, he can't quite walk. Uh, he goes. He hits the Kinshasa uh, eventually, but the damage are already too much. It, it uh, puts him over the edge, and uh, medical comes out. All of that. We don't know. Is he actually hurt, um, or is he going to be able to continue the match? He fight. He he summons the strength to get back into the ring. But uh, he he can't quite do it. He gets hit by a glorious DDT 
and then a half crab focusing on that bad knee, and then another glorious DDT, which gets the win. New NXT champion, Bobby Roode, or Doggy Roode, if you uh, look at the, the Shiba Inu drawing that I've posted over on um, Ericature's the Instagram, not on this. Anyway, um, uh, a thing that I didn't notice, but uh, everybody noticed on Reddit was the uh, the glorious, glorious sign. I noticed the sign, but I didn't notice that at the very end, uh, the L dipped back down among among their legs. And so uh, we got glorious. Um, all, almost perfect. Almost a perfect ending, but... Because that that L disappeared. Boo. Boo. Uh, Have you seen that episode of Seinfeld when um, uh, Kramer's friend, I think it's Kramer's friend, she goes to a comedy show for the first time and she's just way too loud. She's talking, oh, that's so true. That's so true. Uh, So now when uh, I've just watched that episode recently again, and now when I think boo, I think when, when she says boo. And then later on, spoiler for that episode, uh, Jerry goes to her office. Oh, or maybe, maybe she's she's a coworker of Elaine. That's right. Um, he goes to her office and then starts heckling her. Pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Okay, that was takeover. Now, very quickly, I've got a show to go to. The Expanse, season two, first two episodes at the Alamo Draft House. I'm pretty excited for that. I caught up on the show over the weekend. I didn't pay the best attention. So hopefully there's a recap to start the first episode so I, that I know the key points. Because I, I saw a lot of the points, but not necessarily the key points, which are important, of course. Okay, in the kickoff show, we had... Becky, Naomi, Nikki versus Alexa Bliss, Natalia, and Mickey James. Um, Naomi pins Alexa for the win after hitting a split-legged moonsault, which was the, the end, the culmination of uh, a run by all three of them. First, we had a Bexploder on um, Mickey James and then a spear to Nat- Natalia. And then that split-legged moonsault, that was pretty cool. Um, the highlight of the match for me was a Natalia right at the beginning. She slaps Alexa on the shoulder to tag her in. And Alexa's just like, ow, what, what was that about? Like the look on that she gives Natalia, um, they, they can't stand each other or she can't stand her anyway. Um, Alexa can stand, can stand Mickey James though. Uh, so that was my favorite moment of the match. Uh, there's also a six-person suplex followed by basement drop kicks by Becky and Nikki. And then Naomi dove over the top rope to finish the job. So that was a pretty cool uh, sequence as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I got that prediction right. Uh, oh, going back to TakeOver, the first two matches I predicted correctly as far as who won, not necessarily the method. Um the other three, I I got all of those wrong. So good job, me. I was expecting it to go the same way here. 
because the first two matches I predicted correctly. The second one, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Uh, they didn't use the refs as weapons, but one of them did get get totally cleared out. Uh, his sinuses are are uh, are whistle clean now, or at least they they whistle now. Um, but uh, yeah, the first ref got hit hard by a bro kick. Uh, but we got a Cesaro swing and a sharpshooter on Anderson. Uh, but that was broken up. And then uh, Sheamus got hit with the magic killer as Cesaro cleared um, uh, Luke Gallows out of the ring over the top rope. Carl Anderson sneaks up and rolls up Cesaro and gets the win. Uh, with the aid, a little extra ev- uh, leverage grabbing the back of his tights. Um, so not the cleanest win, but we have new champions and that's exciting. Uh, I, yeah, this is probably the most exciting win of the night for me because, uh, and hopefully the club starts to just build all kinds of momentum from here and just does cool bullet club stuff. I, I don't know, whatever that, whatever that entails. Um, okay, so up next we had uh, Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks. Uh, Jax defeats Banks after a Samoan drop. And that's all I wrote down. That's all I really remember from it. Another one of these matches that I'm not uh, – not, I wasn't really invested in at all. Um, and because it wasn't like a main storyline, I feel like I, I probably missed a lot of it on the Hulu version of the show. So it's kind of a dual – thing many factors into not caring much about that match and then the last segment of the kickoff we had Shawn michaels amping everybody up um and then at, at, when he's done he goes and kind of messes up the the spanish announce table so uh, the matches haven't even begun well they have begun but uh the main show hasn't begun even begun and their tables got, gotten messed up by a guy who's not even wrestling man man i feel bad for those guys um so that was the kickoff show uh the main show we started off i thought it was weird that charlotte versus bailey was the first match of the night i thought maybe they would space those out a little bit since nia Jax versus sasha banks was right before it technically um oh the real the star of the night i thought the entire night Dean Ambrose, man, we had his interview in the social media lounge. That was awesome. We had him interacting with um, uh, the the commissioners and the general managers and Sami Zayn uh, drawing the numbers. That was awesome. I'll talk about that in a, in a minute. Um, and then uh, he had he did some great stuff in the Rumble, which we'll also talk about momentarily. Uh, anyway, Charlotte defeats Bailey with a natural selection on the apron. That move was pretty awesome. That was my my highlight of that match. Uh, we also had a big elbow off the turnbuckle from Bailey earlier on, and then a figure four reversal sequence that I thought was pretty neat too. Uh, also notable, Charlotte had a really bloody mouth. Um, so hopefully, it wasn't anything major. Just you know, a little bit of blood spurting out inside of there. That's that's gross. Um, 
yeah, so Charlotte's uh I got this I I got this one correct. This prediction correct. Her streak on pay-per-views continues, which means on Raw this week, uh Bailey will beat her for the championship. Uh, I don't know. Um up next we had strangely, I was baffled that this was on second. Uh Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns with Chris Jericho in a shark tank. Um before he gets locked in there, uh, they both start attacking Roman to get a little bit of extra damage on him before then. Uh, but Roman fights them off, of course, locks Jericho in there, and uh, as the cage rises up, he's reaching down towards the ground. And my, this, is my, this is my favorite moment of this match. Uh, Roman gives him a high five and then a double thumbs up. Like it's it doesn't match anything else he does really and it's kind of along the same lines as the hang loose shaka sign on uh, last week's raw uh you know i I like it there are some things about roman reigns that that i like and that was one of them but um some great moments from this match uh we had all kinds of chairs and tables and other stuff uh i thought that jericho is gonna drop his uh, title down to to Kevin to use, but I guess that wasn't really necessary because he could have gone and grabbed his own and used that as a weapon. No disqualifications. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but he did drop down brass knuckles, and uh, this is probably my favorite wrestling moment of this match was uh, Kevin Owens' use of other people's signature moves. We got the Superman punch on Reigns. I didn't like that it didn't finish the match. But uh, Kevin Owens hits him with a Superman punch with that, those brass knuckles. And then he also reverses a spear, counters a spear with a stunner. That was that was stunning. It was awesome. Um, other highlights, uh, huge frog splash through a table. Uh, when Kevin was trying to get uh, set up a chair in between the ropes, we can faintly hear Chris Jericho yell from above, squeeze it in, squeeze it in. I'm kind of disappointed that he didn't say squeeze it in, man. Maybe he did, and we couldn't hear that last that last uh, syllable. But uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, we got a Samoan drop on a chair, which looked pretty painful. Um, and then Kevin Owens, early on the match, he sets up this elaborate steel chair pyramid. Uh, eventually, he gets tossed into that. Um, uh, pretty pretty painful looking. And uh, then he got powerbombed through the announcer's table. This is really early on in the show. I thought, and I forgot to, I forgot to look. I think they did set the table back up. Um, but when that happened, I was like, man, they have to do the rest of this show without a table, just sitting in those chairs, looking like dummies. Um, so uh, I think they fixed, I'm pretty sure that they fixed it. Cause I didn't notice it later on. Um, but uh, that wasn't enough to win the match for Roman Reigns because Braun Strowman came out and started beating him down, uh, th- tossed Roman through a table that Roman had set up himself earlier on, and uh, it, that that got it. That got Kevin Owens the win. Owens was able to to, to limp his way over, not even limp, he crawl his way over to cover Roman and retain the championship. So. Thank you, Strowman. 
That is great. Up next, we had uh, the the segment with the uh, drawing the numbers for the match. Sami Zayn's drawing his number. He's being he's being super neurotic more, and uh, and then Dean comes out and is like, uh, "Do you need me to open that for you?" All right, it's Nate. Hold on, it's upside down. It's Nate. Uh, favorite moment of the mat of, of the night. Maybe second favorite behind uh, behind that one thing that I said earlier that I can't remember right now. Oh, kind of busy. Kind of busy right now. Um, top two favorite moments. Maybe a third favorite moment with uh, from JBL. Surprisingly, a great moment from J- JBL on commentary. But uh, not surprisingly, I guess. But I'm surprised that I enjoyed it so much. Um, up next... Neville defeats Rich Swan via submission after a uh, superplex doesn't quite do the job. Uh, so- solid match. I liked it a lot. I didn't take a lot of notes on it because I was kind of just, just watching and enjoying. Um, we also had a an awesome Phoenix splash by Rich Swan uh, to the outside. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, check, check it out. Don't overlook the 205 Live crew. They're some of my favorites favorite performance performers right now. Um, and then we had John Cena becoming a six time world champion by defeating AJ styles. He had to hit two AAs after hitting a, 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 an avalanche, a super, whatever you call it off the top rope. Uh, he had to take a friggin beating for John to be able to beat him. Um, my favorite moment of this match was when AJ, seemingly kicks john in the hand it's really early on the match and, and john like he's like shakes his hand like ow 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 uh very similar it reminds me of when i tag my hands on a doorknob or something it smarts it really smarts um another great uh great thing was the, the submission re- reversal sequence um including a couple of stfs from both of them uh, a figure four, a calf crusher, not necessarily in this order, but yeah, that, that was a really cool sequence. And, um, yeah, this is, this is the match of the night for sure. Match of the week, match of the weekend, probably also. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. Matt match of the whole weekend match of the year. Uh, I'll have to think on that one. It's too early. It's still January uh, to, to make that claim because I'll just have to keep updating it throughout the year. I'll, I'll, I'll make that decision uh, next January. All right. Uh, and then we have the Royal Rumble. Uh, tons of stuff happening here. Um, surprise entrance. Uh, well, it's a surprise that Kane was not in the Rumble, I thought. Um some of the surprise, Jack Gallagher, fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, he was the first one eliminated. Uh, eliminated another surprise entrant, Mark Henry. Um, it was, but yeah, it was silly. I liked the the utilization of William or Willem. Uh, first, we had his uh, his uh, his uh, appearance. What is what's the word? His his entrance. Uh, he uses that umbrella. Uh, gets get gets Jericho on the bits and the bits and pieces and then spins the spinning umbrella. Like 
who would you think who would think that you would see that in this match just the silliness with the umbrella and then uh he uses as a at a pair as a parachute going after was it braun no right he was going after mark henry duh what am i saying um he and he gets eliminated promptly promptly after that um that was probably my favorite little segment of the entire rumble the other thing another great thing by dean ambrose ellsworth comes out at number 11 of course perfect 10 ty dillinger debuts uh in the number 10 spots fantastic um it, it maybe we're kind of throwing us a bone with what was coming up later um but yeah yeah so awesome to see him and he's teaming with Sami Zayn. they really laid into braun Strowman. they they stood a pretty good chance but they weren't able to do it they weren't quite able to do it um so ellsworth he's really reluctant to go into the ring there um and then dean ambrose is next to come out and uh he acts like he's excited to see ellsworth he starts to get him pumped up their friendship is rekindled james ellsworth is so excited he can be uh best buds once again um he, he, he amps him up and uh counts down ellsworth runs ahead dean doesn't do anything destroyed by by uh stroman fantastic that was like perfect that was as perfect as that could be although ellsworth's spot was kind of wasted we didn't get okay let's talk about some uh the rest of the surprise entrance we had the next surprise was apollo cruz in the 22 spot like what and then enzo in the 27 spot and then number 30 uh we'll talk about number 30 in a second but uh yeah we didn't get we didn't get finn balor which eh, he's he's not quite healed yet that's fine um we didn't get samoa joe what how what how will we not get samoa joe in the rumble but maybe he'll have an even better debut real soon doing something else like just I I can't even imagine what um for if he if he was if he did make his debut just to get just to get uh, defeated by like the undertaker or something that would have been kind of kind of lame anyway so maybe it's better that he didn't debut in this rumble um who else could have been well I was really hoping for Asuka I was really hoping for Asuka but you know that that didn't happen that wasn't gonna happen but it could have happened and it would have been amazing um cesaro i i talked about uh the reddit matchup thing where everybody signed up got matched up to one through 30 i had number 19 and i had written i'm hoping for cesaro lo and behold number 19 19th entrant was cesaro I was so excited, but unfortunately, it was eliminated thirteenth uh, by by Jericho. Jericho def- uh, eliminated Cesaro and Sheamus at the same time um, because they were kind of excited about having just uh, eliminated all of the New Day at the same time. So it was an interesting thirty seconds there. Um, but the winner, okay, number thirty, we we ha- we had Brock Lesnar come out. We had. Enzo come out right after him and get destroyed instantly. Um, and we had Gore Goldberg come out. He destroys Brock Lesnar instantly. 
Um, and then Undertaker comes out, uh, destroys a bunch of people. Number 30, Roman Reigns. What? Come on. Come on. That's like anti That's That's the reverse exact opposite as if uh, of what if we had gotten Samoa Joe or even AJ Styles in that number 30 spot um the 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 crowd clearly was revolting and um yeah i mean i don't mind roman reigns in the rumble but at number 30 after we've already been somewhat disappointed by the lack of great surprises in the, in, in the rumble. Um, yeah, but, but well, at this point I thought, Oh, Chris, Chris, he's been at this entire time. He came in at number two. He, he could win this thing. How amazing would that be? If Chris Jericho won this Royal rumble, we ended up with Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. We still could end up with that. Technically, yeah, because uh, the the win is tight is over on uh, SmackDown, so everything on on Raw is up for grabs now. Um, we don't have any anyone in particular locked in for WrestleMania, but um, but yeah, Chris gets eliminated by Roman Reigns, of course, and now I'm thinking, man, I oh well, it's it's gotta be. I was rooting for Randy. I have equally been rooting for Bray Wyatt. We end up with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. Bray is eliminated, and uh, we get the the, the face off between Reigns and Orton. And I was, oh, please, please, Randy Orton win this thing because if he does, even though John Cena just won the title off of AJ Styles, we have Elimination Chamber. In two weeks, any one of those six guys in that in that match, I don't know who they are yet. AJ Styles is definitely going to be one of them. Um, but any one of them could win. And uh, so it's not necessarily going to be Randy Orton versus John Cena at WrestleMania. I mean, it's it could happen. It's a possibility. But that, that could be a possibility anyway, kind of technically. But, um, uh, yeah, Randy Orton wins. He's in the main event of WrestleMania. And if that happens to be against AJ Styles, I think that's pretty awesome because that's like the one match that I've been yearning for since, uh, what, what is that? Uh, uh, battlegrounds. Was that the triple threat match? Um, or maybe since SummerSlam winter sometime in the summer. I've been I've been waiting actually ever since Randy got back, which is a little bit before SummerSlam, right? Um, yeah, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, please main event WrestleMania, that could be awesome. So there we go. It's the 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 pieces are are in place. The stage is set for that to happen. But any number of other things could happen instead. All we know is that Randy Orton is in that match. And John Cena is the champion right now. AJ Styles certainly isn't going to be resting on his laurels. Is that the right term? 
about that WWE championship. He's not going to let that go. And there are others who are frothing at the mouth to get their hands on the thing. We got Baron Corbin going after that title. We've got uh, probably The Miz wants in on that action. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm optimistic about it that uh, great stuff, at least on SmackDown, is going to happen. Raw, I kind of... I kind of don't really care that much as long as we have some entertaining stuff from the club and Cesaro and Sheamus and Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens, I guess. Uh, probably uh, aside from the disappointments of the non-surprises, um, one of the things that is kind of a bummer about this pay-per-view is the complete absence of the SmackDown tag team division, other than the Wyatt family. We had no presence from um, from Beauty and the Man Beast, no presence from the current SmackDown tag team champions, American Alpha, uh, no Usos, n- n- none of them. Nowhere to be found at all. Oh, we did have Mojo Raleigh, and I thought he was going to be do a lot better than than he did, but he was the second eliminated. Strowman eliminated like nine guys. That's a lot. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, seven guys. That's that's basically nine. Um. So anyway, anyway, American Alpha, where are you? Hopefully, you get a lot of Alpha action on Tuesday. Uh, that's it. That's it for Royal Rumble weekends. Uh, overall, I liked it. Disappointments, of course. Um, none of these are going to be uh, completely pleasurable for every single person the entire way through. It could have been, I mean, it could have done a better job of pleasing more people, of course, uh, than they did. But, hey, it's kind of, it's base. oops, oops, spring, spring action, spring loot action. Um I'm looking forward to see what, what what's what's to come, and uh, I'll keep you posted in week five of WWE 2017. Uh, send me a tweet or leave a comment or whatever. TIW Podcast on Twitter. Today I watched on Instagram. Today I watched.com for links to all the other stuff and more episodes, more reviews. Uh, go over there. Subscribe on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes. And support the show even more at patreon.com slash today I watched. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time for week five. I already said that, but for week five of WWE 2017. Bye.